Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Good to Know Shreveport Bossier. This is a podcast that showcases all the good things happening in our community. My name is Jeff Beinfor. This is my co-host, Paul Reeser, former president of the Reeser Group, a sonic management company, the committee of 100 board member. Uh, clearly, he can't hold a job. Now, each week, we'll focus on economic development, community growth, and other topics about initiatives that are having a positive impact on our community. We have new episodes every other Wednesday, and you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to your podcast. So we got all that stuff out of the way. We have a special guest, as always. Take away the intro, Paul. Well, we did it again, Jeff. Did we? <clears throat> We've outdone ourselves. What did we do? <laughs> and when I say ourselves, I, say, I mean me. I, I knew uh, <laughs> no, we have the Vice Chancellor of Strategic Initiatives from LSUS, Dr. Julie Laster. Now, there is so much going on at LSUS right now with cyber innovation, cyber collab, helping people learn how to uh, take advantage of these new technical jobs. Uh, just tell us a little bit about your your position right now at LSUS and how you got here. Yep, absolutely. So again, Julie Lasseter, <clears throat> um, Vice Chancellor of Strategic Initiatives, and this is maybe one of the most Dr. fun jobs. Dr. Julie Lasseter, well, she's very humble because she doctor. has this education, <laughs> uh, educational leadership, and these this criteria that have gotten you to this lofty position, uh, doing great things at LSUS, but we'll call you Julie. I know that's what you prefer. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And I, I will say, you know, for me, education doesn't just change lives, it changes generations. Oh, and nice. so that's something that we understand when we work in higher education. And that's what we're really passionate about, is mm -hmm. how do we provide that opportunity for people to go from here all the way and live out their dreams and have these jobs and have a successful career that perhaps they never thought they could have. Wow. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of really passionate people who work at LSU Shreveport. We're all about students and all about our mm -hmm. student success. And so that, that is uh, the foundation of what we do every day. And, um, you know, we just are, are there to help our students become better right. people and have well, success, the success in their careers. Well, the success of LSU as you're, as you're working with, I know you're working with a lot of developing people, getting them ready for the workforce and helping them transition right here in Treeport Bossier. Yes. But uh, you've, been, you've done a great job also in the, in the enrollment is that record numbers right now. What's going on with that? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my roles is to oversee enrollment management and online learning and then our continuing education workforce development area. So all of that fits together in terms of different opportunities for people to start, uh, whether it's on the non-credit or credit side, and then work their way up towards their uh, undergraduate degree and their graduate degree. And so we've been really nimble in our approach um, to how we do multiple different offerings mm -hmm. for everybody that uh, is looking for some sort of educational experience. And so we have our undergraduate programs, which we have a lot of face-to-face -face programs. And then we took our online professional programs or our graduate uh, professional programs mm -hmm. and put them online. And uh, we put them into these compressed eight-week sessions. And so students, um, who are generally working professionals can now have these educational opportunities right from home. They don't have to find a way to come to campus, you know, one night a week, two nights a week. And so it's really opened up this educational market for people to say, oh, I'm looking for opportunity. Mm. Here it is. You can step in, step out, um, multiple different start times. And well, we've even, really exploded. Even before the pandemic, you were just on the cutting edge. You were highly rated with your MBA program. I mean, a nationally ranked master's business administration program, huge online footprint before we went into the pandemic. So how are you recovering now coming out of pandemic? Yeah, yeah. The that's, new normal. 
the, the new normal. I love that phrase. Um, I hear it so often now. Um, but, you know, we had our highest enrollment, actually. It's not very original. <laughs> I heard it somewhere. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we hear it all the time. It's great. So we actually had our highest enrollment uh, fall 2020, which was the COVID uh, year when everybody went and worked remote. Sure. Yeah, um, right. Didn't uh, come to campus. You know, we were we were uh, home for about uh, three to four months ourselves, but operations as normal. Everybody, uh, you know, worked together to again ensure that the students had what they needed to uh, have to be successful. But because we'd had that um, preparation and being very strong in our online programs, and mm. because we had the technology in place to do that, we flourished under COVID. Um, I know wow. enrollment at a lot of schools went down, but we were we were incredibly were successful. We went up nice. um, because you had a lot of people sitting at home going, oh, my gosh, what should I do? I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. not yeah. working. And we had these opportunities for them to further their education and further their careers. And uh, yeah, our, mm. our enrollment exploded that year. So it was great. Well, talk, I want to talk more about all of that stuff in a minute, but I want to dig into your background a little bit because I'm, I'm interested. You look like a runner to me. Are you a runner? That, he's of good. Of course. So you had, a, you, you. you had a background in sports. I did. Uh, t tell us about that. So I'm originally from England. Um, I came to... I would have never guessed. Well, some people don't. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Um, so is Jeff. Jeff has a cousin. There's a chimney sweep in England. Yeah. Yeah, he'll explain that later. <laughs> There's a story behind that. Yeah. Um, but I was actually a tennis player. I was a very good tennis player. So ah. I came to the United States um, on a tennis scholarship many, many years ago. Nice. And to what school? To Northwestern State University. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, well, how about yep. that? And how you stayed. I stayed. <laughs> yeah. Stayed. And um, I actually ended up working at Northwestern State. I was there for nine years working in athletics and then mm -hmm. took a quick hiatus up to Arkansas and then missed Louisiana. Yeah. I love the people. Like, the <laughs> nice. people in Louisiana are amazing. So you're saying the people in Louisiana are better than the people in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Come oh, on. my gosh. Now you're putting me in a situation. <laughs> no, but no, Don't answer that question. There's so, um, Don't answer that question. You know, there's so much culture and so much to love about Louisiana that <laughs> unless you experience it, it's hard to explain to people right, cool. um, what it is. But then I had this opportunity to transition over to the academic side of the house and um, you know, people who work in athletics, they're so dedicated. They work seven mm. days a week, yep. hours and hours. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, if, I, if I'm going to have a real life, then mm. if I want to do uh, athletics still myself, like play tennis and run mm. and do all this kind of stuff, uh, I need to have some time to do it. So, uh, but it was great. It was, I spent 12 years working in athletics and um, still have some really great yeah. colleagues and yeah. I know what you mean. That. I was a basketball guy. So I, I played basketball for as long as I could. Then I got into racquetball. I did. Uh, I was a nationally ranked player, and I just beat my body up so much I can't do anything anymore. But yep. I still love sports. I yep. love it. Yeah, it's then, it's really about being a part of something that's bigger than you, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. that is hard to replicate in any other um, career or any other team environment. So. That's uh, well, a good one. And obviously, uh, if, if you're listening on the podcast, you should come to check it out on a video because Dr. Laster obviously has been working out. The young lady <laughs> has got some guns. Yeah. Uh, but with your physical fitness background and, uh, and your education, also leadership background, I know now you are 
really uh, involved in this immersive immersive learning. So you've gone from online, but now we're, we're talking about immersive learning yep. and the uh, cyber collaboratory, the, the high tech uh, evolution of learning. So yep. tell us about what's going yeah, on Yeah, I understand there. none of that, so uh, <laughs> please explain. XR, just XR, all yeah, together. all together. AR, VR, XR, you know, the new one is UX as well, like user experience, like how does someone go through a website and it's easy enough for someone to navigate through. Uh, that's one example. Um, mm. But, you know, because of the growth of our online programs, um, that enabled us to reinvest dollars back into our campus. And so what we did was build out a lot of immersive learning environments. So we have our design thinking space, which is really important because it teaches critical thinking and problem solving, which are really important nowadays um, to being successful in your career in life, like uh, being able to intentionally teach people how to problem solve. We have our cyber collaboratory, which is our hands-on learning for new technology. Uh, mm -hmm. We have holographic table. We actually have an esports classroom. We have an immersive learning classroom. Um, we have a command and control center. We have 3D printers. You name the technology, we wow. have it. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, we have our high performance um, testing center, which is the human physiology piece, mm -hmm. where you can come and do all the fun things like VO2 max and yep. uh, body fat testing. And no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we. Um, you could you would you pass that one? You'd make a high a high grade. A high score, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd have a really high the top score of the there. Table. There you go. <laughs> and um, we have a biomechanics lab, which is great. When you talk about athletics mm -hmm. and you talk mm -hmm. about you see these young kids that take baseball for example they're throwing over and over again they get these yep. repetitive injuries mm -hmm. so how do we uh, show them from a rehab perspective and correct that technique and you can do that from the biomechanics lab and it's uh, you don't even have to wear wires anymore they just put little dots on they film someone throwing they work with PTs from a rehab perspective. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, and that's open to the general mm -hmm. public as well. That, so, that is incredible. Um, all that so stuff's going on at LSU. All that stuff, and, and the great thing is it gives our students that hands-on learning mm -hmm. for future careers. So our students are the ones that are gonna be doing the VO2 max testing, the body fat testing, and the biomechanics lab. So when they get out into the career field or, or into the job market, you know, not only do they have this uh, diploma that says they've got a degree in X, Y, or Z, mm -hmm. they've also got that experience where they can say, mm -hmm. well, I've worked in a lab and I've done these sorts of things. So I heard you tell a story about that because we talk a lot VR learning, virtual, virtual reality, people learning, distance learning, they're learning online, but you're really wanting to get people back into the classroom. And you, and you told a story about an immersive experience where you, where you showed these kids like, oh no, we've got a 3D printer and you didn't think it was going to be that great. Yeah. Tell us that story. Yeah, the first time we rolled out a 3D <coughs> printer, we had uh, some high schools come through and we were just printing this short uh, three-piece chain link. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so we had the kids come through and they all just zeroed in on this 3D printer and were fascinated by it and wanted to touch it. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, don't you guys all have one of these like at your school? And Doesn't this, everybody come Right, I, I was like, people have these at their houses. Don't you have these at your, at your school? They were like, no, we've never seen this. And that was like a light bulb moment for me, particularly in the area that we live, to be able to say, to bring, our, bring these students in and say, you know, here's the, here's the technology of the future. Right. You can see yourself doing these kinds of jobs because you can come and experience it here. I'll give you another great example. We, had, uh, we have this 
STEM summer camps. So we have this STEM continuum of summer camps um, from fourth grade to twelfth grade. And it's the most fun thing to go and see. We have robotics, uh, we have all sorts of uh, programming, um, and we have a little graduation where they come in and they, they show off uh, what they've been doing. But we had, uh, it was probably a group of eight-year-olds and a holographic wall. And so a hologram, you know, you can see things from different angles, 360, mm -hmm. it goes beyond uh, a 2D image in a book, which is like, oh, that's flat, what do, I, I don't know what that is, mm -hmm. to really being immersed in whatever environment it is. Mm -hmm. And so we had a dinosaur. And this, we, we snapped the picture at the right time because this uh, eight-year-old kid, <laughs> like, look of fascination on his face when uh. the dinosaur popped up. And, you know, I was like, mic drop, my job here is done. Um, you know, it was, it was amazing. So, uh, look, I'm into superheroes. Yeah. And um, Green Lantern is my favorite character. So can you make me a Green Lantern statue on uh, the 3D printer? We could make I'll that on I'll the 3D the printer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, all right. That's yeah. exactly where we want our educational tax dollars going. Well, and now, and speaking of dollars, so this is an expensive proposition. And I understand that you had a large grant to go and help uh, help with the cyber innovation portion. You know, we've had so much support from the local community and industry, and I'm just mm -hmm. blown away every time I talk to someone and I'm like, hey, I've got this project that I'm trying to fund, mm -hmm. and here's why it's good for this community. It's workforce development. It's the pipeline of mm -hmm. uh, employees for, you know, next generation. Um, can you help me? And yeah. Nobody has ever told me no, so I don't know. Maybe nice. one person will tell me no. It soon. might be the accent. Well, maybe, maybe, or maybe the maybe the guns. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they may. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> By guns, all I mean these those. huge biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Thanks for explaining. Uh, did you, you just uh, mansplain to me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you did. It's a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no. I'm sorry. I should never interrupt. My wife gets on to me. That, for that. That's all right. But, but we're talking about. Yeah. So recently, nobody, nobody has denied you your request be, for be, help because it is so important to what we do in this region, right? right. So everyone is behind supporting mm -hmm. education because, yeah. again, we're all we're all in favor of bringing new jobs to this region and how do we help this community rise rise up? And so we actually just got um, 2.5 million from the legislature for cybersecurity programming. And so there's two parts to what we're doing with that. So again, we talk about building the pipeline all the time. So mm -hmm. we have a K-12 initiative with that. We're doing cyber escape rooms, oh, nice. um, cyber camps, a cyber academy, all sorts of things to help the kids normalize that jobs in cyber or career in cyber mm -hmm. is something that they could do. Mm -hmm. And then we have the piece for our students where they're going to get hands-on learning in what we call an intern security operations center. That's a SOC. Um, okay. Not like the socks that you normally wear. There's all kinds of... Uh, or the sock that I might love. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one, talking about <laughs> guns and punching. And, um, so again, it's that <clears throat> hands-on learning. So, so we're not just graduating students who have sat in a classroom and know theory. Mm -hmm. Right? That's great. That's, that's needed. You need to understand the why. But mm -hmm. then we're actually getting them to the point where they can work on real-world problems mm -hmm. so that they can have that ability to walk in on the first day and go, oh, I know what that dashboard That's is, I know what that one is. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is the differentiator for us in what we're trying to do with our students. Are you able to connect them with, uh, with internships to help them get work experience? Yes, yes. And so um, this, this um, SOC 
Security Operations Center is going to be run by interns. Um, there's a new term for you. And we've had um, a lot of industry partnerships. And I tell you, when, when you talk about industry partnerships as well, that's part of my job is to go and talk to people and say, what is it that you guys are looking for? Mm -hmm. Who do you need? What are the skills? And, and, and again, industry has been fantastic in their support of what we're doing. Um, and they, you know, they're like, how can we help you? Here's some opportunities. Perhaps you could go in this direction. Mm -hmm. um, I'm mm -hmm. sure I should be paying them for all this advice they're giving me, <laughs> but um, they've, been, they've been great. You mentioned a few minutes ago, or Paul did, or you both did, I can't remember, but it was, uh, you're very interested in getting the students back into the classroom. Yeah. Explain why. Um, there, to me, there's some things you can do in online learning, right? Online learning changes um, uh, the ability of someone, say, in a rural um, right. community to be able to have access to education. But some of the fundamental skills, this is why I think that educa higher education will never go away. Uh, because you could learn everything you really need to learn, say, on a YouTube channel, right? How many times have you Googled or YouTubed, how do yeah. I do this? Or, mm -hmm. But there, there's something, the value add of being in the classroom is that communication, that team building, mm -hmm. how do we work together? It's mm -hmm. the soft skills. And so when I talk, again, when I talk to industry all the time, they say, well, we need this certification. And I say, well, that's fantastic. We'll, we'll embed certifications into our degree programs. But what you really need are these people that are well-rounded um, humans who have these ability to communicate, the ability to sit and talk with one another. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you can do that online. Uh, you can do, you know, Zooms and... It's not the same. It's not the same. And, you know, this next generation, we've really, they grew up with their phones. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Communication isn't one of their, generally not one of their strong mm -hmm. points. So forcing them to be together and to develop those interpersonal and communication mm -hmm. skills is really important. And uh, again, something else I'm passionate about is um, to be able to make them sit and have that communication. And the mm -hmm. best thing is when you bring people together from different backgrounds, it's that cultural competency piece. Mm -hmm. you, have a di you grew up in a different uh, world than I did or you know, totally different set of circumstances, so did you. Mm -hmm. So when mm -hmm. you put the three of us together and we talk about our life experiences and, and you know, we are a product of our experience, yep. mm -hmm. um, we can learn so much from each other. Right. And you know, that is the beauty of having people in a room together, yeah. is learning how other people live, how other people think. Sure. And, um, you know, Plus, if that's the technical stuff, I've got to have somebody walk over and tell me how to do everything. <laughs> you're, you're asking <laughs> me how Stand many, over my shoulder, push this button now. <laughs> you said how many times we Google. I'm thinking uh, 15 times uh, before five, and, and Jeff, he's like, what to Google? So <laughs> he's got encyclopedias, though, and he knows everything in his brain. Uh, I used to. I'm getting older. It's going away. <laughs> you talked about uh, the STEM program and the summer camps. Yes. So we're starting with kids. I'm sure that helps to, yeah. to, for the socialization. Also, the hands-on with the robotics. Yeah. How do people get involved with that if they're saying, oh, I want my kid to go to STEM camp? Yeah, we, we actually do a lot of adv uh, advertising for our STEM camps, which are run through our continuing education um, division. So mm -hmm. lsus.edu backslash CE. Um, or if you Google us on Facebook, uh, we'll put, that, that, again, we'll put that in the notes. Yeah. But let's say it one no, more no, time. Say, say it again, seriously. Uh, yeah. www.lsus.edu backslash C for car, E for education. Okay. And a full list of our summer camps are there. 
Or um, you can Google it. Or you can Google it. Come yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, one of the really great things that we've done is with our industry partners, uh, we have scholarships for summer camp too. Oh, nice. And we've really tried to help um, kids in need, financial need, to mm -hmm. be able to come to these camps. And you know, that's some again something we're super passionate yeah. about. So, as an old sports person, and now you're into all of this cyber stuff. So what? What's the attraction now to young kids? Is it more sports or is it, because that's all I did growing up. Is yep. it more sports or is it more the cyber stuff? Oh boy, we fight this every day, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, th this is a, that's a good question. And, but I tell you, let me tell you what sports teaches you, right? Mm -hmm. Remember why I said it's important for us to bring our people together? Mm -hmm. Teamwork, communication, problem solving, conflict right. resolution, yeah. um, working with others. And so, I'm a big proponent of putting your kids in sports because it teaches you so much beyond the ability to kick a soccer ball or throw a baseball or anything mm -hmm. like that. But um, yeah, it's 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 a mix, you know. Um, I I also grew up going to every sports camp uh, that yep. there was, um, but we've had some really fun. We always like to put the uh, arts in STEM the, for STEAM. So we've had um, cartoon character camps, we've had mm -hmm. drawing camps, art camps. I mean, all of these, because again, we don't live just in a technical world, we live in a very visual world, mm -hmm. right? So we have all this data, and so that's why I'll, I'll talk a little bit about data visualization as well. We teach our students how to do that, because anything mm -hmm. you do today, on the backside of it, is all sorts of data. But not everybody understands looking at spreadsheets of data or databases. Right. So you then have to visualize the information, mm -hmm. I'm getting streams of information. So how do you take that and make it meaningful to the general public? Right. And so that is how graphics and art play into like mm -hmm. data analytics is. You gotta understand the data to then be able to communicate it graphically. Wow. So yeah. Well, it's, it's amazing that all of this stuff is going on at LSUS. You gotta get the word out. I, I, this is, what, this is why I'm here. <laughs> this is why I'm here. And, right. yeah, and you talked a minute ago about virtual reality, yep. augmented reality. Yep. You put it all together in XU, what's the, what's the new term? Uh, XR, XR is uh, all, all types of... Uh, just put it all together, yeah, this the is metaverse, reality, the yeah. metaverse. Yeah, we're going to live in this place called the metaverse <laughs> at some point. And, uh, and it's interesting, and we have all that, in, and you're really cultivating that at LSUS. If a person wants to come there, they're going to learn medicine. I imagine with prosthetics and certain things that have a lot to do with your 3D printing. It, it all yep. comes together. Yep. Yep. Actually, um, the other day I saw one of our biology faculty members teaching a class about proteins in cells. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, I don't understand that, but that's super cool. But what she was doing was teaching it on the holographic wall. And okay. so our students weren't just seeing it in a textbook. They were actually able to rotate it and see it from each angle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is the future of education right, right. here. Um, you know, this is how students learn because this generation learns very differently than we did, right? Because mm -hmm, sure. all we had was our encyclopedias, right. and every yeah. Friday when the encyclopedia arrived, we were so excited to, uh, you know, read through it. But that's yeah, well, not I, how I it just works. Yeah. Through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is exciting that LSUS people we take it for granted. I know that for my kids played soccer when they were kids. We yep. not, but it is a it's an excellent university with with a diverse. Uh, number of uh, things you can learn about there. There's all there's all kinds of master's degrees in business, but now we have medicine. We yep. have all this uh, cyber innovation. Yep. There's sports medicine, I believe. 
Yeah, we, so let me tell you so really quickly. So what are some of the things? That, so when people are here and they say, I want to send my kids somewhere, start looking at LSU first. And when you say, I want to hire someone yep. with these credentials, start looking at LSU first. Yeah, so I'm going to do two shameless plugs here for Please. what you've just said. <laughs> it's allowed. So um, <clears throat> when you look at affordability as well, mm -hmm. right, we have some of the best scholarship programs uh, in the state. Mm -hmm. And we have a Pell Grant program as well. So if a student gets a Pell Grant, so um, if they have any type of financial need and they, they qualify for a Pell Grant, we cover the difference of what they owe in tuition with mm -hmm. our Pell Grant scholarship. Oh, okay. So that's really important because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't afford to go to college. Yeah, you can. And, you know, that's another message that, you know, we have to get out there because a lot of people are sitting there going, oh, I can't afford to go to college. I know it could change my life, but there's no way I could take out loans, blah, 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 blah. Um, so we made it really affordable for people to come to LSU Shreveport. And that, again, that's uh, something that we're passionate about is, again, changing lives um, through education, changing that generation. And then one of the most amazing things that we've just um, signed an MOU, you talk about collaborations and people working together, we've signed an MOU with LSU Health Science Center. So that our students who come, and there's lots of things they have to meet, um, generally, I'm going to highlight two points. Have a 3.5 GPA and then a 504 score on the MCAT, which is the med school admission test. Mm -hmm. If they do those two things, there's lots of other like uh, pieces as well, which courses they've taken. Uh, they are guaranteed an interview for med school at LSU Health Science Center. Okay. That's a game changer. <clears throat> so, you know, if you have a student that is um, thinking, you know, I, wa I want to go to med school, I want to be a doctor, well, come on to LSU Shreveport, study hard, take advantage of all of the student success mm -hmm. um, support that we have, and get your grades, get your MCAT score, take mm -hmm. the right classes, and you're guaranteed. You don't just send off a letter and hope. You're guaranteed to get that interview, interview. with the med school. Yep. Yep. That's strong. That's a game changer. Yep. Yep. Well, you talked about affordability. That's a big deal these days. I mean, back when I was going to college, or you, I mean, you know. You had a tennis scholarship, yep. I had a basketball scholarship, so I didn't really worry about it. But uh, these days, uh, the cost is enormous to go to college. They got they got to get the money somewhere. Absolutely. And they have uh, my daughter went to the University of Georgia, and I don't I hardly paid anything because of all the scholarships and grants, et cetera, that she had. So um, I just question if you don't have that, how you come out on the other end and you're able to repay all that. It's almost impossible, isn't it? Um, I, I would say no. I would say um, if you're going to look at going to college, you should be paying the minimal amount to go for your undergraduate degree. Right, I agree with that. That uh, where, where you would expect to pay more is at the graduate level. Okay. So, you know, LSU Shreveport, I'm going to use round numbers for you. We're about $7,500 um, a year. That's it? That's it. Wow. Okay. And then you get this enormous education you were you talking about. get this about. fantastic education. We've got a ton of scholarships. We've got institutional scholarships. We've got privately funded scholarships. Um, we've got transfer scholarships. If you <laughs> wanted to start at a different organization at a smaller, perhaps a community college and transfer into LSU Shreveport. Uh, we've got lots of pathways between community colleges as well in LSUS. And so we've really tried to make sure that we're um, focused on that affordability mm -hmm. and quality. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I think we hit the mark on both. It sounds like it. Yeah. It's a, that sounds like a great deal, it to is. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And is it, is it a comparable price if it's an online learning or is it, is it Abs less? No, absolutely. It's comparable price. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, w one of the great things that we were able to do, and when we talk about uh, putting people from different backgrounds together in a class, mm -hmm. uh, in our online programs, we expand beyond the region expand beyond Louisiana. We have people internationally signed mm -hmm. up in our programs. We have people East Coast, West Coast, uh, middle of the country, everywhere. We, in our MBA program, we actually had a student from each of the states mm -hmm. in the United States in our program. And I think that yeah. just brings richness um, to discussions. And, uh, you know, again, you, you learn from others. And yeah, even right. online classes, it's not someone puts a PowerPoint presentation and you read it and you're done. There's yeah. a lot of collaboration, a lot of discussion. And uh, you find that the students want to be in a classroom? You know, it depends. Um, some students really thrive in the classroom in the, that learning environment. Um, some people work in two jobs, have kids to take care yeah, of, and true. life gets in the way, and it's just more convenient for them to take mm -hmm. the online class. Yeah. So it really depends. So that's why we diversified into online classes and face-to-face -face classes so that we could meet the needs of all the students. Yeah, very good. I always, personally, I, I wanted to go to the classroom. I just, uh, if, I, if I'm at home trying, uh, yeah, I'm going to find something else to do. Right? I was the worst work-at-home <laughs> person ever because the yeah. sun was shining and I was like, yeah. oh, do I sit here and sit through another Zoom meeting yeah. or should I go for a run? Yeah. Play tennis. Oh, I was yes, gonna, like, should I go for a run? Are you the one that just put the picture up <laughs> during a Zoom meeting? You know, that was tough, wasn't it? Because I was like, oh, man, do I really want to sit here? My, son, my son's a computer science uh, major and they their favorite thing, they wrote a program that moved the mouse every once in a while to keep the <laughs> looking like Look, it was see, that's, that's creativity. Awesome. That so is were, creativity. You know, they weren't doing what they're supposed to do, but that's great learning. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's yeah. fantastic. That well, is awesome. You shouldn't have let that secret out. <laughs> Come on. They, well, I, I want them to sell it. There's an app that's for good. that. That's yeah. right. That is good stuff. <laughs> what, um, what, did we, what did we forget to ask you? Because we ask the questions in our, in our limited educational capacity, Jeff and I. We yeah, talk about for yourself, sports and, <laughs> and computer games and Marvel comics. Uh, but what I'm is the DC, most... No, 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 no. DC comics come on, <laughs> come on. all right I'm a spider-man guy myself. Uh, yeah, it's more Green Lantern Lantern guy. Guy. no 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 Green Lantern. Um, what is uh, what is going on there that you're most excited about right now that people really need to know that we forgot to ask you about today yeah boy we there's so much going on all the time on our campus and mm -hmm. you know you've got uh, a tremendous uh, faculty and staff um, who are just 100% behind supporting students so we have our great athletic programs as well um, you know, our basketball team is always ranked uh, in the nation. Our baseball team, same thing. They're, yep. they're phenomenal. So there's something for everyone mm -hmm. at LSUS. And I would just say, you know, if you haven't come to check us out, we're not the LSUS of 10 years ago or 15 mm -hmm. years ago. This is a new LSUS. And if you haven't been to our campus, please come for a visit. We have campus tours every day. Uh, reach out to our recruitment office and uh, we would be more than happy to show you around and show you, you know, how you can fit, how you can find right. yourself um, at LSUS. Well, it's a tremendous resource for our community, and uh, Dr. Lester, you're a, a tremendous resource for LSUS, so thanks for coming out. Well, I appreciate the time. Good way to end it. There you go. Good sales pitch. Awesome. Thank you. 
Thank you. I like it. Wrap us up, Jeff. I'm good. I, I was just going to do that. Mr. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for joining us for this podcast, The Good to Know Shreveport Bossier, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS TV. Remember, tell everybody about uh, this podcast. We'll have new content every other Wednesday. For more information, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. Until then, have a great day and continue to make Shreveport the best it can be. As always, this is all good to know. Have a good one, everybody.